0: Cheer get burned. How to get burned
1: and loathing Yeah Some steal the scene like oi the
2: best piggy best piggy in the town piggy piggy
1: Hello again and welcome to another episode of Cheer and Loathing featuring myself loathing or casey or whatever the fuck you want to call me and over there we oh. have the other person on this podcast who sometimes <laughs> wait, talks
0: wait, wait a minute so i can call you anything i want to call you
1: uh that's been open game since day one. Oh
0: shit i wish i would have been more prepared
2: uh,
1: well. i'm not
0: creative enough on the spot
1: uh, all right well.
0: I'm gonna give that some thought. We should okay. have a listener contest to figure out what you're. Oh, name what? What? We should be. call
2: me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Great.
0: Hi, I'm Stephanie, aka Cheer, <laughs> aka. Please <laughs> don't call me anything other than my approved monikers.
1: <laughs> no, I will call you whatever comes into mind at any moment.
0: You can try, but you know how sensitive I am. It's probably not gonna go well. <sighs> exactly. That's Unless kind of it's the point. complimentary.
2: Hmm. <laughs> Mm. Mm. Not,
0: not a lot li- high likelihood of it being complimentary
1: no Damn probably it. not probably that's not
0: sad. that but, makes me uh, sad that hurts my heart just so you know
1: good that's my that that's my role have you not understood this yet
0: and this ladies and gentlemen is why we have decided that this is the final episode <laughs> of the year because i cannot go into the holidays with casey being uh, mean to me i need some peace and love and joy so uh we're gonna We're going to have one last episode where we do get out and then we're going to take a little bit of a break.
1: Yeah, we'll be back in the new year. Uh, It's kind of ironic because you get very busy around uh, the holidays, apparently. And because I work at a university, I have the next month off. So,
0: (laughs) Oh, so you can just like come up with some like amazing new ideas for when we're back.
2: Absolutely, spend that not. whole time no. being creative. Oh Jesus! No. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> we did. I, I'm just gonna do all our housekeeping up front. Um, yeah. We did talk about possibly doing at least one um, bonus episode during that time, so we won't be completely off the ra- radar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, that bonus episode, we should have already done it, and we have to commit to doing it because I am all in, and I'm not. I'm not even gonna say what it is. I just want to surprise the listeners if they didn't happen to catch it before. Um, right. Is it the one I, we've talked about recently? Yes. Okay. Yes., yeah. I'm so super it does involve
1: that it does involve some potentially listener involvement as well. So it's your chance to get involved with the podcast,
0: yes. Yeah. and I even have a little cosplay action to go with it, so, Oh, really? Uh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, no, i'm I'm really excited about it. Well then, <laughs> so so we're gonna have some fun stuff coming up. We're just not gonna. This is gonna be our last official episode yes. where we follow our usual format, um, and then we'll just play for a little bit for a couple of weeks, and then we'll be back mm-hmm. after the new year.
1: Exactly. Yeah, sounds like a plan.
0: I think so. I feel like it's a really solid one. I feel very good about it.
1: You would because it's your idea, <laughs> so of course you would feel good about it.
0: So. Now that that's out of the way I guess we should talk about what we're actually here to talk about. Yes. Which is uh isolation horror films.
1: Isolation horror films. You know, I, you, you do those lists and I've done a couple as well over the last I don't know when, when whenever we started. I said a couple. I think I've done officially two, maybe three of them.
0: And then every other week, you are like, Ugh, just either one. I am too busy, which always makes me want to punch you in the face, or you are like, I just, I just can't think of anything. And I'm well, like, All not right, I am like, well, it's not that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> like you, because you own the website, you run the website, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, oh, boy. It's you watch a lot more movies than I do, a lot of like indie movies and stuff as well, which. Mm-hmm. I I I'm don't just a, a bigger fa-
0: horror fan than you are.
1: That's very possible. Yeah, that's and, very and just possible.
0: Kind of cooler, better, smarter. Just just all around better in every way. Honestly, but 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 that's okay. You you continue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, and I I discovered that while trying to find my top ten or top five least favorite isolation horror movies. Uh, I tend to actually like this little subgenre quite a bit. Oh. So that's why I couldn't come up with like a top five least favorite list because everyone I kind of thought of, I was like, okay, no, I'd like that one. Uh, and then You're I kind of... of did some research about it and was like, okay, maybe there's some like I haven't thought of that I've seen. I just need a memory jog. I'm like, no, I've seen that one and I kind of, kind of liked it. The only one I could think of was, and I don't even know if this counts as isolation horror, is uh, The Descent.
0: You don't like The Descent?
1: I. It's not that I don't like it as a movie. I hate wow. the claustrophobicness of it. That, oh, like, that's I, what makes
0: it so good. That's
1: what makes it effective, but mm-hmm. that's what also makes me like I cannot watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't think it would be fair to add that to the list and be the only one on the list as well.
0: Oh, I'm so sad I did not know of your terror of claustrophobia horror because we would definitely have been watching one of those had I known.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> like I watched a video yesterday of these, uh, I guess they were spelunkers of some kind. And mm-hmm. they're in like this abandoned waterway. And they they went through this thing called the coffin. And it's literally like, I don't know how long this slab of concrete was, but it was filled with water. Only their nose was above if they laid on their back and they crawled through it uh-huh. on their back with just their nose. But I'm like, no, what? why the fuck would you do that? You're, f- If you die, good. Like, that's your own fucking fault. Like, you're stupid if you do that.
0: Yeah, every time, I'm with you, every time I watch one of those movies where there's like a crawl space scene, and they Mm -hmm. have to crawl through this like really tight tight space that they potentially are going to get stuck in, Um, I just watched one of those recently, and I, holy shit man, I'm like, that is right up there with among my worst nightmares, that is not, if I had to do that to survive, I'd be like, I don't know, maybe I'll just get eaten by the monster, killed by the serial killer, or whatever, because that's, I don't know if I'm doing that.
1: Because, I mean, that's going to be a fast death if you get eaten by the monster. Getting stuck yeah. in a in a crevice underground. You're dead in, like, two weeks. But it's a slow, painful two weeks.
0: Oh. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my. Well, um... Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <So> let's... <laughs> Well, Casey, I was going to tell you, you know, you always have the option to do your top five favorite films. It doesn't always no, never. have to be films you want to hate yes. on. All right. No. no okay. Because no, hate is fun. Hate All right, well next through me. Next, next month when we return, I will, uh, or I guess two months technically. We're not in mm-hmm. December yet. Um, I will try to pick a subgenre that you hate a little bit more.
1: Thank which you. shouldn't be too hard. I would appreciate that. Yes, yes, it <laughs> wouldn't be too... I mean, this caught me by surprise, too. Don't get me wrong. Like, the the liking of the films.
0: I thought you were just doing a little cop-out where you just didn't feel like doing it. You're like, oh, sorry, I don't No, just, like, like I legitimately like, Whatever, couldn't easy.
1: find... I did something else which you didn't even use, so...
0: No, I'm going to use it. I'm saving it for a for today. I'm saving it. Don't worry. It's gonna oh, it's gonna be used, and it's gonna be used in a special way. Don't oh, you? Okay. Have I ever let you down when it comes yes, to promotion? Yes, every
1: day of my life. <laughs> when
0: it comes to promotion, I am good at that. At least, doubly you can do so. That. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I'm definitely gonna use the uh, wonderful gift that you gave me because it oh, is okay. it's pretty special.
2: Okay. Um. Good, good.
0: Eventually, we actually might talk about movies on this episode. I'm eventually, sure. maybe. It's, I am not know. It's possibly. not going very. Very well I mean, we're talking about movies.
1: World. Just not the movies we decided to watch this week. Right. That's all. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Which I have been very excited to talk about. Uh,
1: of course, you have.
0: <laughs> I do not know what to expect in this episode. It could uh-huh. be one of those. It could def- very well be one of those episodes where we're like, "Yeah, great." Both, and us, it could be over then, in the
1: next ten minutes, or it could. And be then another you three hate hours. it, and you
0: think it's boring, or it could be one of those really <laughs> explosive episodes where we really get into it uh i i really don't know what to predict on this one um Mm. but i think (laughs) i think we should both say the movie we picked okay and then i'm gonna tell you which one i want to start with and why Um, okay but which movie did you pick for us to watch this week
1: i picked the ritual which is a 2017 uh european i guess you call it horror film featuring uh a Decent cast, I thought anyway. Um, and about monsters, and I like monster movies in the woods, so I'd like. Yeah, I don't believe I don't know why I haven't seen this, but whatever, let's watch it. So that's that. The ritual.
0: Very cool. Um, and do you want to say anything about uh, about like its reception or how it scored? Do you have any of that information? If not, I can give a few little
1: um bits I. Of info. Had it up and then I for some reason closed the tab, so I will pull it up again. All right. And that's why I stumbled over. I was like, and it's a two though. No, it was super awkward, Casey. I was <laughs> I was
0: really uncomfortable by your listening uh, yeah. during that.
1: <laughs> I know. seventy four percent on Rotten Tomato with an audience score of sixty yeah, percent. Uh, consensus so- is makes evocative use of Scandinavian settings and a dedicated cast to deliver a handsome, if familiar, horror story. I don't know what handsome it means in this context, but whatever. I
0: think it's uh, it's beautiful looking.
1: Oh, fair enough. Or maybe the cast is handsome. I don't know. Huh, Ray, I mean, Ray Spall is, is kind of a catch.
0: Yeah. And, and they're British, which is always that yes. always like. And the it takes place
1: after. in Sweden, which is also sexy. So, yes. You know, Sweden, right?
0: the, the scenery is quite sexy.
1: Yes, yes. Actually, a little bit of horror trivia. Do you know who Ray Spall is? I do like, not. Okay, he's the guy who plays Luke in this movie. I think it was Luke, the the main guy. Yes. Uh do you you don't know who he is? Uh. We have a section on morbidly beautiful, named after one of his most famous sayings.
0: What is it?
1: You've got red on you.
0: Uh He's the
1: kid in Shaun of the Dead who points out to Shaun that you've got red on you. Shit. Yeah.
0: Casey, you actually like said something interesting. That's... I know, right? Congratulations! Thank wow, you. Wow, you're you're going out with a bang this this episode.
1: Ah, uh, I always of the year. bang.
0: <laughs> well. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, so you picked a film that was generally like well received, um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. fairly popular when it was released. Um, First time watch for you, Mm -hmm. um, for me too as well. Actually, strangely,
1: oh weird, yeah. I figured you were all over that shit when it came out.
0: I know. So, but I was excited when you picked it. I was like, all right, this is cool. I've been wanting to see this one. So, (laughs) I, um, I picked something else entirely. You did. Um, I mean, I, I should did. hope
1: you picked something else entirely.
0: I, I did. I um I did pick something else that is also surprising that I hadn't seen before. Something that I hadn't seen, but that was definitely on my radar. Well, it only came out like so a week like,
1: ago, so I mean...
0: Well, no, I mean, it's been out for a bit. It just only came out on VOD recently.
1: Oh, I see. I mean, it was a 2021 release, is, though, was it
0: Yeah, this is something that I would have... Should have seen in the theater. I just, I wasn't able to at the time when it came out. Um, I think I was like film festing or doing something, so I wasn't able to go. But I am bringing back once again the glorious return of Nicholas. Yeah, she's
1: breaking the rules once again. I am. Mm -hmm. Well,
0: I thought you would say no when I gave you my pick, but you just took it. So I was like, all right, then we're doing it. Mm -hmm. I had a backup in case you were like, fuck no, I'm not doing it. What was your backup? And it doesn't matter because what <laughs> we are doing, okay. <laughs> what we are doing is 2021's Pig, starring, of course, the amazing Nicolas Cage, as well as Alex Wolf um, and Adam Arkin. And it follows a truffle forager whose beloved truffle finding pig is stolen. It was released theatrically in the US on July 16th, 2021, by Neon. Which uh, Neon, uh, if you guys aren't familiar So I, I, I've talked a lot about my love for A24 mm-hmm. And Neon is uh, right up there with A24 And I'm starting to think they might be surpassing A24 I might love Neon more than A24 Which is saying a lot
1: What uh, other films have they done?
0: Uh, they've done, I mean it They do a lot of like, similar to A24 They do a lot of the artsy kind of stuff Yeah Like they did uh, Teton Which is, I don't, I, you, I probably haven't seen that yet um, I've heard but of it. That's sort of a recent release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, they do a lot of the like the cool weird and and you sort of like it's one of those that you always know what you're kind of going to get. I mean, you don't know exactly what to expect from the film. It's going to be always be unexpected, but you always know sort of the caliber and the style um that it's going to be a little strange, but mm-hmm. also probably very beautiful. Um yeah, they're they're really my jam and I'm very excited. They also recently released um Spencer. Which I don't know if you've seen. No, I haven't heard uh, of it. What? You haven't even heard of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, It's Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana. It's
1: oh, that one.
0: So gorgeous, and I'm in love with okay. it. It's one of my I didn't know. The year, why so. the fuck is it called Spencer? That's her uh, main name. name. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's really beautiful. Anyway, um, when this film was re- released, it received... Uh, Pretty wide critical acclaim from critics. Mm-hmm. They praised its direction and themes as well as Cage's performance. Um, it currently holds on Rotten Tomatoes a 97% um, with an average rating of 8.2 out of 10. The site's critics' consensus reads like the animal itself, Pig defies the hogwash of expectations with a beautiful <laughs> odyssey of loss and love anchored by Nicolas Cage's affectingly raw performance. Ugh, I love that summary.
1: Can uh, Can uh, I just ask you one question before you move on?
0: Uh, maybe. Yeah, go ahead. <sighs>
1: How many uh, Rotten Tomatoes accounts do you have? Just out of curiosity.
0: <laughs> I haven't reviewed this on Rotten Tomatoes, just uh-huh. so you
1: know. Under your name, that is.
0: N- no, this is my first time watching it.
1: you set up a bot, haven't you?
0: But let me just tell you, I did. I, I don't want to spoil my thoughts too much, I'll, if I haven't already. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but i i rented this It was funny because i rented it and like the next day it like dropped on hulu for free of course but um i rented it when you rent it you have it for 24 hours i think maybe 48 i'm not sure but um yeah i think it's 48 hours so i watched it and then the next day i watched it again before my rental expires um because i was like Holy shit. I have to experience that again. So, first time watch, but I've watched it twice recently. Um, And now that it's on Hulu, I'm probably gonna watch it again. Uh, But, yeah, this on Metacritic, this has a weighted average score of 82 out of 100, which indicates universal acclaim. Um, And there's some pretty great quotes about it, but I won't read them. I might save them for later. Um, But, yeah, that is my pick. I do want to start with yours. Okay. Because... I mean, you're um, on such
1: a roll with piggy
0: piggy 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 i know um i want to start with yours because
1: uh did you hate it did you hate the ritual
0: did i hate it no okay did you no oh (laughs) (laughs) so are we done (laughs) yeah
1: move on yeah (laughs) no uh, i i like i said it was it's kind of right down my alley i've actually covered this specific like creature before on my other podcast um so, which is why, like, I was surprised I hadn't seen it. Uh, mixed with the cast, like, ever since I saw... I, I saw Ray Spall originally in um, Shaun of the Dead. And then he popped up in a few other movies down the line. So whenever I see him, I'm like, oh, you know what? This is kind of exciting because I've, I've seen him as a wee lad. And now he's grown up to be a, <laughs> you know, like a, a British celebrity, I guess. I don't know how famous you would call him over in uh, North America. You could probably walk down the street and nobody recognize him. <clears throat> but over in uh, the UK, he's probably... Kind of a big-ish deal anyway so uh yeah I don't know it, it was well told I thought I thought the premise was pretty good um nothing you know mind-blowing or totally unique but uh I like the, the the lore behind it like the Scandinavian lore and the reason they went on their trip and uh it stole not stole it yeah, I guess it stole. I say if other movies steal, this one stole, too, just because I like it doesn't mean it didn't stole, but little aspects from, like, Blair Witch, uh, uh, you know, some of the uh, monster movies of, of recent memory, like Cloverfield, where you don't really see it until the very end, which I thought was really cool. And the monster design is really cool for this as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat>
1: um, it, the, the performances felt pretty raw to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you, it almost felt like they were actually in the fucking woods. And they may very well have been, like, living there during production. And they were kind of sick of it, especially by the end of it. And, uh, yeah, no, I just, I, 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 I liked it. <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than I I, I liked it.
0: See, this is why, <laughs> so you know, I saved Pig. Because I thought there was a good chance that this one... I was going to be surprised, honestly, if you were like, no, I hated it because I'm like... And I knew that was, it's possible. It's always possible with you. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I thought it was it was really solid. Um, I thought it did a really good job building tension and really just in that dread. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it's
0: super atmospheric. It's beautifully shot and the location is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And I love films like that, like you said, where they do sort of like hide their cards until the very end. I talked mm-hmm. to somebody who said... Well, I think the one problem with it is that it sort of saves everything for the kind of explosive third act. And yeah. and I and I just argue, like, that's obviously true, but I think that it's, I sort of like that they do that. I think that the buildup is really nice and satisfying in this, and then mm-hmm. the payoff is really great.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, too, thought the creature design was great. It did did definitely give me Blair Witch vibes, but I think, I don't know how fair that is, because I think anytime you put somebody in the wood, creepy woods and there's, like, creepy shit happening, that you're not mm-hmm. quite sure... Uh, you're going to feel you're going to get Blair Witch vibes. Uh, But I don't think that means it's sort of a rip off. Um, Yeah, I mean, the acting was good. I I did think there's a scene. I mean, this isn't a spoiler because obviously people die. But uh, the scene where uh, the kind of first guy dies and they discover his body is. I. It, I really. It was very impactful. Like the reaction, the visceral mm-hmm. reaction to that, mm-hmm. and the way it was shot, and the sound design, and the. It, it just like made me feel like mm-hmm. I was there, uh, and yeah, if, I. really. Free. I was really impressed with this. I really love it, and I love. I love British horror. So well, you was, love everything. I do. I love everything. So... Hey, Casey.
1: Hey, <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: I just want to tell you uh-huh. that I was just uh, a guest on another podcast. Um, the Jesus. Ad- sh- Shut up. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> There's a reason for I'm telling you this. The Adventures and Movies podcast, which is on our oh, network. Oh, yeah.
1: Part of our network. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, great guys. So I was on there. Um, and, and just so you know, just so you feel better and don't think I'm bragging.
1: Uh huh. I mean, I get asked sort of to do like, all sorts of things. I mean, I just don't brag about it, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was their uh, Thanksgiving guest, which okay. I really think it's like one of those like well shit, nobody else wants to come on like the night before Thanksgiving. So
1: Totally. Maybe
0: yeah. Stephanie will. So I was definitely Must a pity guest. It. it was not <laughs> they weren't excited about me at all. But I was excited to be on there. And I just want to tell you uh-huh. that I hated on the movie we watched. What oh, of the fuck would you watch two. What'd you watch? We watched well, we watched a screener. So so the way the format works is that it's one sort of um you know either brand new released or yeah. just about to be released indie film and then it's one like sort of older film not not old old but one that's been out for a little bit right and so we watched one of the movies we watched was Christy because it was like a Thanksgiving horror film one of the few
2: okay
0: um which I loved on that one that one's a fun great one okay. uh and then the screener was called the last right um and it, it wasn't really on my radar but it was uh one that we it was an exorcism film and it looked really cool. Isn't really there already premise. a movie called The Last Rite? Oh, probably. With Anthony
1: 24. Hopkins?
0: Yeah. Um okay. just making sure. And I'm pretty sure that's the name of it. I, I could be butchering that, but I'm almost positive that's what it was called. Uh, but it's, uh, and it's British horror as well. So I was like, yes, I mean, this is going to be great. And it had like a uh, sleep paralysis demon and shit. Like I all the the beats of what I love, but it was mm-hmm. it was pretty Bad and I felt bad because I was like, Oh, I'm a guest and I'm just gonna be like, you know, hating on this, like, it this little sweet little indie horror film. But, um, yeah, just I wanted to tell you that because you say that I love everything and I do love most things, but every once in a while I don't like something and it's always, it's always such a treat. See, it's fun, I appreciate it.
1: It's fun to to hate shit.
0: Well, it made me feel bad at the end. You'd laugh, I think, if you listened to it because at the end I was like, I was like. But but they tried really hard, and it, you know, oh <laughs> trying to I tried to sweeten it up because I felt really no. bad that I was like, because at the no. end they are like, oh, should people see this or should they not see it? And I was like, oh yeah, don't see this. And I was like, but
1: I mean, but if you want to support <laughs> indie filmmakers, you should definitely <laughs> go see it or rent it or, yeah. or whatever.
0: Yeah, that was me. My so opinion I-
1: doesn't really mean much, <laughs> you know. It's just just one person. I'm sure lots of people liked it.
0: right yeah um so yeah uh just a little aside that that i i do i do generally tend to like and i want to like everything that's the thing i go in wanting to like everything and thinking that i potentially will and so when a movie disappoints me um it's gotta try pretty hard you know what i mean like it's gotta give give some effort to make me not like it as opposed to like you like they gotta like really like I don't know, freaking save the planet for you to be like, I mean, I guess it was all right. Yeah, you mean they have to actually make a good
1: movie for me to like it. Yeah,
0: sure, sure, sure. That's
1: the thing, yeah. It's a difference of quality of standard, I guess, or standard of quality between us. Well,
0: I know you hate when we don't fight, but we are like in, in... quite a bit of agreement on this film and have nothing but positive things to say
1: well I mean like I said there there's obviously things you can can kind of pick at i mean it was a little contrived I guess like the the flashback scenes were just very were of those they were good but you could tell what they were doing they're just trying to pull on your heartstring there was nothing really the movie would have been exactly the same without that little backstory
0: yeah I mean I think you know what they, I mean
1: it was just through yeah. straight emotional, like, torment.
0: Well, and then to try to give him an arc, right? And to try to, like, allow him to have some sort of redemption at the end because he's starts yeah, off in such he, a bad way. Yeah,
1: because like, the coward who hit or whatever. But, I mean, that, is I that...
0: really liked that. I'm sorry to interrupt. I really no, no. liked that. Um, I, I thought that setup was really... I mean, yes, I mean, it is somewhat contrived because you sort of need that, like, character development. Yeah, development, it, but... it's
1: Batman's backstory, basically.
0: But I liked it quite a bit. <laughs> I thought it was really well done. And, um, that was pretty, it was a pretty powerful scene. And I, I don't know. I liked these guys. I believed them as friends. I -hmm. I thought that they felt really real, um, very authentic. And I loved, I mean, I thought the dialogue was great and partly it is because it's British. And so it's uh, a little bit, you know, it's a little, it's foreign to me, obviously. I mean, not (laughs) completely foreign, but it's, they talk a little bit differently than I'm used to hearing. And that's kind of fun because they have these like really fun, like, slang things they say and ways these that little, like
1: these goddamn americans speak american they should <laughs> do now then
0: no everyone should speak british americans should speak british not the other way around i'm not one of those people that's like everyone speak american because because american is not, not
1: a language
0: well it's not it's not great it's not exciting and the accents aren't fun um we don't have i mean i guess we do have like slang stuff but i don't feel like our slang do. is very charming
1: no no it's but maybe definitely not somebody like, else would yeah I'm doubtful <laughs> <laughs> Very doubtful uh, Call a spade a uh, spade <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean that goes for like Canadian slang too or slang is very similar But I mean like nobody's ever i Off the top of my head I can't think of any Straight up American Or North American slang But it's usually very Blunt, abrupt To the point, yeah. vulgar To some degree Whereas like British slang is just like you know, it's like it's so
0: fucking charming. It's yeah, like, so charming.
1: As opposed to calling somebody a dickhead, they call them a bell end. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's the like, same thing, but it just sounds and better. And
0: I guess if you live there and you heard that slang, you would have probably the same reaction to it that I have to American slang. Like it wouldn't yeah. feel charming to you. No. But no. to me <clears throat> it's delightful. And and they there was a lot of in the beginning, just a lot of like bantering and um you know, sort of a little humor to cut the tension a little bit but it wasn't over it wasn't overdone it's not like they like they overplayed that hand but um, I thought it was just enough and it was it really endeared me to the characters and invested me in their story and I I really liked the hell out of this movie
1: yeah it felt like all the everybody in the cast was really uh, invested in the story and uh, I guess this may sound like a weird turn of phrase but believed in what they're trying to accomplish with it yeah Uh, and yeah, it, it it was a bit of a slow burn at spots, uh, but it it was broken up fairly nicely Yeah, with, you know, like it would be a little bit of a lull. Then there'd be, you know, like, Oh, what the fuck was that in the woods? I think I just saw something. Uh, and then there's a bit of tension and there's a bit of, you know, like infighting and then there's making up and it goes through all the paces and it it does it well enough that it keeps you intrigued. I do remember kind of like, Getting the urge at a couple parts to like scroll through my phone or get up and get something to really? eat, but they're few and far between. Um, I don't know what the runtime was on it. I forget what the runtime was, but I think it felt maybe a little long as well. It's only an hour so, thirty-four, but I mean, I was gonna
0: say no, it's not long at all. Yeah, it's I don't. Really there well There's some I parts
1: thought. I guess that I felt maybe dragged a little bit. I can't really think of them off the top of my head, but you know, like when you just when your mind just starts to drift from whatever you're watching for just a second and then you come back to it. Yeah.
0: Someday Casey, I would love to, and maybe this should be season three's format. Oh God. I just, (laughs) I just want to watch a movie live with you because I want, and I want you to tell me your reactions as you're having them. And I want you to tell me like, Oh, this is the part where I'm bored because it Mm. just, it always just boggles my mind. And I, I want to know what that actual, experience
2: is because um it's called
0: yeah yeah I know but you get bored (laughs) always at everything it's very true I
1: I, I, I'm pretty sure I have some form of ADD Mm -hmm. (laughs) because my attention span for things is very very short uh and I need like constant stimuli and if I don't get that I'm just like kind of going nuts
0: do you get, like, halfway through the recording of this episode and be like, God damn it, are we done yet?
1: I'm already on my phone scrolling through mm-hmm. Facebook. <laughs> mm. No, but see, this is, like, I'm interacting with you. I, I'm My yeah. brain is, is focused on, you know, stuff. And Whereas, I'm captivating. Well, I, basically I can hear my own voice come through, so, like, the monitoring, and that's what keeps so me going. So you're captivating. I'm captivating okay. myself, yes.
0: <laughs> All right, well... I, I, I mean, I do think, just so you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you, you can save this, you don't have to do it right now, you can wait for the right moment, but since this is the last episode of the year, and since it is the holidays, and it is like that special time of the year, it, I think you should just give me one compliment before the show is over, just, like, and it doesn't have to be a big one, you know? but and but don't do a backhanded don't do a passive aggressive like well you're not as bad as you could be don't do any of that shit like i want a real genuine compliment you can think about it and wait till it feels natural okay um, and obviously i can't force you to do it but i'm just putting in your head that i do think you should
1: okay you know? okay. okay 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 we'll see um let's we'll see
0: do you have anything else you want to say about... I thought you had a very good pick. I'll give you a compliment. This was oh, a solid. Thank you. Even though it wasn't one for us to fight about, which might make it a bad pick. Who knows?
1: Yeah, but I mean, we like I said, we go into these not knowing fully how either one's going to react. Right. Right? So there will yeah, come a day, even- I'm sure, where I might like a movie that you hate. It's I unlikely. Can't wait, can't wait. But. Um, and in in terms of, of the rest of, of the ritual, it was, it was, I remember having some feeling and it's been a long time since I covered it on the podcast on the ominous origins, but I had a feeling like something about the lore was off and I couldn't remember what it was. And that kind of irked me just a smidge. Like there's obviously creative liberties taken with, uh, ancient lore or folklore or whatever. But, uh, there's something about, it, and I don't remember what. The, if I remember, like, they, they, they called them, like, the the children or the child of Loki or something, which is pretty close, I think, to the lore. But I have to go back and listen or read my script or go over the notes if I still have them from that podcast I did in the Utah or Jotun, whatever you want to call them, uh, and see but there was something about him like that's not right something wasn't right but that's that's just like a minor thing to bitch about really
0: you're so cute because you're like God damn it, I like this movie. What What can I possibly <laughs> what dislike to it? you like, pick, well, yeah. I mean, maybe the lore was a tiny bit off. I'm not quite yeah. sure how, but maybe. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's a pretty good sign when you're like, sh- yeah, struggling
1: to find something and bad listen, about Casey, it. Casey, yeah.
0: it's okay, even though you're loathing. It's okay to like
1: stuff.
0: It <laughs> no. is. I'm going to buy that a shirt for you for Christmas that just says it's okay to like stuff.
1: No, it's not.
0: <laughs> maybe a cross-stitch. I think it should be a cross-stitch, probably.
1: A cross-stitch? Yeah, uh, you can do it yourself.
0: N- no, I'm gonna have to look on Etsy and see if I can find such a thing.
1: <laughs> Fiverr.
0: Because <laughs> like I can't. I mean, I could cross stitch. So that would be sad if I like literally couldn't cross stitch. But I do not have the patience for that kind of shit. I have to be. I'm not good at like those sort of meditative type tasks where it's like the mm-hmm. same thing over and over again. It's supposed to be super relaxing, and it like makes me very anxious.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I agree with yeah, that. Just, just uh, we can agree on that, on that one that. as well.
0: A little bit of trivia for yeah. about me. That yeah, I'm sure there go. That nobody gives about. a shit
1: about. So you know. Yeah. No, Pete, the less we know Casey. about you, the better. Let's just.
0: Casey, that's that's the opposite of a compliment. Just so you know, if you're practicing. I, uh, uh,
1: damn it! These are hard.
0: <laughs> you basically just said no one gives a shit about me, which is really like.
1: I didn't not... basically say that. I'm pretty sure I flat out said that.
0: Yeah, the least nice thing you could say,
1: honestly.
0: <laughs> um. All right. Well, I'm gonna try to recover from that one. Good. And say that we should transition to a little a little pig chat.
1: A little little ah, you see, you don't watch Twitch, I I imagine. No. But uh, there's there's a song that goes around. Some streamers use it, some don't. But it's uh it's called "Piggies in the Chat," and it's like a little like rap, and it's funny. Okay, sing it for me. I cannot. It's literally just. It's just like there's piggies in the chat, piggies in the chat. <laughs> oink 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 that's literally all it is and so when you said chat about piggy I was like oh that's
0: oh my I, god I might use that as a, a theme song <laughs> can't, fuck yes that should be our new theme song first of all it, no that's probably copyright infringement but, I don't think
1: um, it is I think it's just some like kid on YouTube who made it so <laughs> it's probably a free game to be honest
0: let's find the kid and see if we can use it and um, also can we please just do that for the rest of the show like I, I don't even know if I need to talk about pig at this point I just need to
1: just need to listen to piggies that in the song chat. Over and over again. Yeah, I'll just play it in the background of the the when we start talking about pig. It'll start playing from here on out.
0: Yes, uh, about this very serious, very emotional, very beautiful film. We'll be playing in the background. Piggies in the chat. Uh, I mean, really. they would fit
1: the theme <laughs> of this movie.
0: Um, well, that is a great point because well, they do talk about pigs there, a lot. Well, yes, but uh, it's one of those movies where uh, you're gonna you're gonna hate this this so much. But I'm going to use the M word. Do you know what the M word is?
1: M or N? Because we got to be very clear about which one this is.
0: <laughs> M is in mother.
1: M it's it's masterpiece.
0: Well, yes, it is the, it is that M word. But I was going to say metaphor. So the pig is it's really it's it's about the pig yes but it's also about what the pig represents and it's about this deeper like exploration of grief and love and loss and what uh-huh. it means to you know care about people and what what it means to find meaning in life and how we find that meaning so it's very <laughs> this movie is chalk this is what i love neon this movie is chock full of all of those things i love where there's just
2: layers and layers <laughs> and lot, depth and lot. Oh, so fucking
1: good. It makes me like... Hold on, 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 hold on. Alright. You just like spit off... Oh, it's like this metaphor and deep meaning for life. And and you spit off all these adjectives about what this movie is. And you got all that from an hour and 32 minute film?
0: I did. That's 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 why it's a masterpiece.
1: Ah, I see.
0: All right, listen. Let's just let's before we go down that rabbit. Uh huh. Let's back up. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I was both. Just so you know, I've been both like giddy with excitement to talk about this film and dreading it with every mm-hmm. fiber of my being because I don't think I am prepared for you not to love it. I mean, I know that you probably won't just because it's you and it's Nick Cage and it's artsy and all that <sighs> shit. But, but, but God damn it. I'm like, maybe this is one time he is going to surprise me because this movie fucking like.
2: Let dead. me joke.
1: it changed your life, transcended it, you to another plane, blew your mind.
0: It did it for me. That's what I was going to say. It really um, did it for me. Like it, it sort of rocked my world. Um, so. Uh, do Should we just start with Big Picture and you just give me your initial thoughts and impressions in general about this glorious, beautiful masterpiece of a film?
1: So this is going to piss you off.
0: <laughs> Shocker!
1: Like, real bad, based off what you just told me you thought about it. Okay. <clears throat> so, remember how we used to do the five-word reviews? Uh, or whatever yes, they were. guess we
0: should bring that back, but not, not, not in this episode.
1: <laughs> this is a one-sentence review. Okay. You're going to hate
0: God. it. I'm embracing myself.
1: It's like John Wick, but without the wit, emotion, the action, the fun, or the cool shit.
0: Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. All right, listen. There it is. First of all, that whole John Wick reference is Thank really God. is really trite because this film, this is why it subverts Tri- expectations. Because, Just like listen. movie. Uh, let me finish. Okay, go on. Because you, it does, when you watch the trailers and the marketing, you do sort of think that you're like, oh, so it's kind of John Wick esque, and and because because they cast Nick Cage in it, you are, and I think that was very intentional. You are conditioned to automatically think, all right, well, he's just gonna go batshit crazy, and it's gonna be this fucking badass revenge film, and he's just gonna like be like unhinged Nick Cage, right? And that's what you, I mean, I think most people go in, and even though you probably shouldn't, because you're like, all right, like this is clearly like an art house film, but you still are like you can't help it you're like yep this is gonna this is gonna have uh john wick vibes and it does not at all like it is the only similarity is like a man loses his pet and like feels bad about it but like really beyond that <laughs> there's the similarities in there completely so
1: i 100 disagree one hundred percent because oh God, you're you you're so spewing you're spewing off like oh it's a metaphor for this it's not really about the pig it's about what he lost in the pig and the love and the affection and all his life from before and everything all that shit it's the exact same fucking thing as John Wick the puppy he didn't want it at first but he grows to appreciate it because it's the last thing his wife gives him so he the puppy represents his wife the pig represents the loss of everything else in this in Nick Cage's life in this movie it's the same fucking metaphor it's the exact same. The difference is, yes, there is no action, there is no revenge. Even though it starts off as like a revenge thing, it doesn't really evolve and take the next step into like the action uh, evolution of the revenge or killing or whatever. But the, the 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 first fifteen minutes of both movies represent the exact same thing.
0: Listen, I love John Wick. All right, like <clears throat> uh. I love John Wick. I still think we should do a Keanu Reeves month on the podcast. I can't get enough of of Keanu like Mm -hmm. in in freaking everything, all right? I think he is another one of my, like, he's up there. He's he's not, I mean, I don't know if I had to rank. Let's just say he's in the same pantheon as uh, Nick Cage for me. So I'm not going to sit here and hate on John Wick. John Wick is a badass action, like, revenge, like, let's go kick some ass kind of movie, which I'm down for. I'm all about it. Like, it's super But You're not going to peel back you know, the layers, Miss
1: Layer Pickerbacker? Okay.
0: This is not that movie. This is a quiet drama about a man trying to, like, deal with, like... And, and the thing is, the difference is, like, okay, sure, everything and i say this in just real life everything represents something else like whenever like when you when when i've taken like conflict negotiation classes and stuff Mm -hmm. and um i know that's not shocking either and and they teach you like whenever someone's like upset about something they're never most more often than not they're not really upset about that thing they're upset about what that thing represents So it's always something bigger if they get mad at something. And and I think that's why, like, fighting is so difficult because your tendency is to be like, that's fucking stupid. You shouldn't be mad about that. What are you losing your shit about this stupid thing? And then the person just gets more and more mad because they can't even really understand that they're really mad about something bigger about Mm -hmm. what it represents. Mm -hmm. So they feel like they're being their feelings are being attacked and they're being called dumb for feeling the way they feel. and Their feelings aren't being validated. So in life always stuff represents other things right and so yes of course like there is deeper stuff in john wick i'm not saying it's a totally like mindless stupid action film like it has depth to it but i'm saying that this is a totally different kind of film and i don't think in any way you any normal person would watch this to be like oh yeah that's just john wick except for you know there's not as much fighting like it's a completely different kind of film and the whole film centers around this emotional journey because there are like long conversations about it and like a lot of like thoughtful um what's what I'm looking for like monologues and interactions where they're talking about like what what these things represent and and so it's it's not just me being like okay I need to I need to find extra meaning in this. It's like, it's very like intentionally done to where you're going on a journey. And by the end of it, you should have had an experience and you should feel a certain way. That's not just like, that has, that is a little bit beyond just like what the resolution is. Like, let's not spoil it because it's a brand new movie, but what the resolution is at the end with uh, his journey to find his pig.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: There's something happening that's on a much deeper level than that. Now, it's okay for you to say, I, I didn't get it, it didn't resonate with me, I wasn't invested, whatever, but like, I don't know, to say that it's just like, oh, it's just John Wick without blah blah, blah is I think really like, I mean, I know you're trying to get a rise out of me and, <laughs> you know, mission accomplished, but it's really not fair.
1: I, uh, no, I, look, if I wanted to get a rise out of you, I would have said much fucking worse than that. I would have said, like, another line that I wrote down here. I took a lot of notes on this movie.
0: See? That's how good it is. You uh-huh. never take notes.
1: This is, I mean, it. It, I had to take notes just because I knew you were going to be super into this. And I had to. And have, you're like,
0: I have to say shitty stuff. And so <clears throat> I have to say shitty every stuff every time I have it. a shitty thought. I need to write it down so that I can be as shitty as possible. Because God forbid, God forbid, I actually like peeking the
1: microphone there. Jeez.
0: Positive <laughs> relationship with a film that Stephanie's passionate about. I mean, wouldn't that be like the end of the fucking world? Massive catastrophe. Holy shit! Like the whole infrastructure of my world is crashing down.
1: Look, there were parts Ugh. of this movie. That, yes, if perhaps if my bias to Nick Cage wasn't involved, I might have liked it a little bit more, but I don't think that played a massive role because Nick Cage doesn't do his Nick cage in this movie, as we've discussed. It's not really a spoiler. He's just this guy, right? And anybody could have played him and it would have been just... fine. And, you know, like if you're going to get <sighs> Nick Cage, we've discussed in the past, you may as well just get him to do stupid fucking shit like that's Nick Cage. His I his performance as it says here uh, affectingly raw performance or whatever that was on uh the Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. I don't fucking get that at all. It, he still is to me has no fucking screen presence. Oh. He has nothing. He doesn't draw me in. He doesn't when he's freaking out or if he's a solemn somber guy like this it it, it doesn't resonate with me he just doesn't do for me nothing about his actions feel natural and there's the one scene near the beginning we all know about it's about a missing pig so the pig goes missing at some part and at the part the pig goes missing he goes to fight you don't touch her and then gets like he he goes up like he's fucking michael myers with that knife and then gets clocked in the head that oh that god. doesn't feel like why that's not what he it presents him as like this rugged outdoorsy guy who could tackle a bear and skin the bear alive and then eat dinner with the bear because they made up about their fight but he doesn't know how to wield a knife properly
2: oh my god
1: inconsistencies uh, in the performance right. maybe it's the direction maybe it's the writing i don't know that felt really awkward to me
0: all right, first of all, I mean, this is not a revelation to me, just so you know, but you are out of your fucking mind, okay? And and mm-hmm. this is just reaffirming it.
1: So you're saying no other actor could have done what he did in this movie?
0: <sighs> Say about think, 10
1: words and cry.
0: I think he was... I... I oh, my God, I can't Didn't even, Leonardo DiCaprio I'm, do this in up. that
1: fucking bear movie?
0: Shut up. I... I'm a word girl and I can't even think of the adjective that I want to describe Nick Cage's performance. But
1: meh. There's let me a say word this. for you.
0: you know, I I I was watching this with a friend. Mhm. And my friend said to me like at one point like, "Oh my god, I can't imagine anyone else in this role like that would bring to this what Nick Cage brings to this." And I and I said <laughs>
1: Sorry, go on, go on, go on. I hate go you on, so much. It, I, I, I could not hate you more. I just, just so
0: you know, like it'd be impossible at this point. That
1: wasn't even like an intentional hold back laugh. That <laughs> was like it illegit- legitimately, legitimately broke out. Like
0: we have reached the apex of my hatred. That is the theme for the show. Uh, how we should market it. Um. Whew, okay.
1: Continue. I will do my best to refrain from. I'm slapping. trying
0: to hold it together, and I knew this. This was potentially going to be. I, I. Oh my god. I was like, this is either going to be this is either going to be a shit storm or it's going to be a pleasant surprise. But, um, mm-hmm. wow. You really delivered the, you delivered the Casey goods here. Um, all right. So when my friend said that, I thought to myself, yes, I agree, but I'm positive. Casey is not going to see the, see that, uh, same thing. And I'm positive. He's going to, no matter what, this is the, this is the thing that makes me fucking crazy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No matter what this beautiful man does, you, it's not, it's not okay with you. So you always hate on him because you're like, oh yeah, he's like always over the top and he's always like, you know, unhinged and he plays that same character, blah, blah, blah.
2: <laughs> so then
0: when he goes against type and he does this and he, and he like totally subverts expectations and he does this really like nuanced, very restrained, very beautiful performance. Instead of you actually giving him credit, be like, you know what? Like, uh, uh, he, I'm still not a fan, but it was nice to see that kind of range. It was nice to see that he could really like do this subdued thing and make it work. And that was a pleasant change. Instead of giving him any credit for that, then you're like, no, just boring and stupid. Anybody could do it. It's like, he cannot win. If he's crazy, if he does his Nick cage thing that everybody like knows him for, Uh then you're like, Oh, well that's just, that's just stupid. And, but then if he doesn't do his Nick cage thing, you're like, well now he's just generic. And it's like, it makes me want to like punch you in the face because what the fuck? So one of the things that I wanted to talk about, I, I'm sorry, I'm like gonna be like spastic during this show.
2: This is great. One
0: of the things that I thought about
2: <laughs> while watching
0: this, the reason that I love him so much is because so people always are like, well, that's just Nick Cage. That's what he does. Like he's just like the crate. Like whenever he plays like his like lunatic, typical role. Character. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, that's just, you know, that's just what he does. But then I've seen films with him when he's not doing that, when he's actually very, like, dramatic and very reserved and very just like, and it's all about, um, again, this just sort of nuanced character performance. And he's, he's beautiful in it. I freaking love him when he does these roles. And really what I I love about Nick Cage is he just brings the energy that people want him to bring. Like, he can transform into anything you need him to be. Now, he typically gets cast in those crazy roles because he's so fucking good at it. And if you have a movie where you're like, well, I need a crazy guy, he's going to come to the top of your list. So you're going to be like, if I can get Nick Cage for this, it's going to be epic, right? And so they cast him and they say, and the directors say to him, Nick Cage, like... Please do your Nick Cage thing here. And he's like, absolutely happy to oblige. And he does his Nick Cage thing, and it's great. And we eat it up. <clears throat> but then he gets directors like this who see who know he's actually a fucking uh, great Oscar-nominated actor. Oscar winning? Did he win the Oscar? Yeah, he did. Anyway. Okay, Oscar winning. Jesus, I'm sorry. I, I should know that. Actor who has seen him perform at, like, some pretty impressive depths. They cast him and they're like, you know what? I know people think they're going to get one thing, but I'm going to get this other Nick Cage. And he, they say to him, like, this is what I need from you, Nick. And he's like, you got it. And he fucking delivers and is amazing and totally believable. And if you watch this film and you never knew that Nick Cage does his Nick Cage thing, you would have no idea. Like, you wouldn't, see, you're not like, oh, he's, you know, see, he seems off or whatever. Like, this just, he seems like a serious, badass, like, dramatic actor in this. He's fucking, he, Nick Cage gives me life, all right? Like, Nick <laughs> Cage is my Christmas miracle. I love him so much. I love seeing him films like, films like this. I love it when he does something that you don't expect him to do. And people and I love hearing, like, he doesn't surprise me when he's a good actor. But I love when he surprises other people. And they're like, holy shit, like, Nick Cage was actually good in that. I'm like, yes. Like, we forget that he's a great fucking actor. He just got typecast in these kind of, crazy roles because he's so good at crazy I'm gonna take a breath now and stop talking I've said my peace God bless Nick Cage forever and ever
1: and that's gonna bring us to the end of the <laughs> podcast for this week because I don't really, want to make Stephanie are we cry. Done? No, we're not fucking done. Are you kidding me?
0: Oh, that's actually one of the nicest things you've ever said is that you don't want to make me cry because I generally think you do want to make me cry.
1: Yeah, but I mean, usually <laughs> it's a joke, but I think you legitimately might cry.
0: I'm, um, you know what? I don't know if I'd cry. I'd probably scream. Like, I'd probably get really, uh, I, th- I think super bitchy Stephanie would come out because I would get really passionate and feel like I have to, like, like, fighting for my pig, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, don't you fucking but touch her. You didn't fight
1: for the... He didn't fight for the pig, so you ain't fighting for the pig.
0: Did. Oh,
1: he did He turned around with a knife and went, boogie, 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 and got smacked in the head. That's the most fighting he did in this movie.
0: Oh, my God. And then what happened afterwards? Like, he went on this, like, massive quest where he, like...
1: He went on a okay, quest this... to ask people to use their fucking phone.
0: No! This isn't... Okay, this is... A plot point, but it's not really a spoiler. It doesn't really affect anything. But he has this scene where he like lets himself get his ass like beat to a bloody pulp. Yeah, bowl I didn't understand so what the fuck was going on there. I know you didn't. Casey. Well, like I'm what? I'm not gonna explain it to you.
1: I mean, I've never worked in the restaurant industry, so I mean, maybe yeah, there are underground underground fight clubs where they go punch homeless people and mm-hmm. chefs. Apparently, I don't know. What that whole thing was about, it seemed very just like, we need something to make this movie not 100% boring, so let's have Nicholas Cage get punched in the face a bunch. Maybe that was the whole thing of that. Like, that was very... It was like there was like this whole uh. underground crime boss thing that was never explored, and it just kind of went away. The thing... Okay. So, there's there are some moves out there that follow this formula. I don't know what kind of formula it is, but it's it's a formula where it's just like... Who, who said this? Was it? Somebody said this where it's like, there are stories.
0: Somebody said some words.
1: No, I think the, oh, fuck it. Is it Lewis Carroll who wrote Alice in Wonderland? I always get him and C.S. Lewis confused. Uh, yes. Anyway, the guy who wrote Alice in Wonderland. I think he said there there is storytelling and then there's a series of events that stitch together a cohesive thing. And that's what this is. This is a series of events that stitches together a bigger picture. It's not 100% storytelling because there are facets of other aspects of the film, of this universe that they're trying to create or whatever, that are never explored. And, like, who is the, the underground bot? Earl or some shit like that? Like, I want to know more about him. He had, like, three lines and he was the most interesting character in the fucking movie. And I was just like, well, hold on. Let's learn a little bit more about what this guy does. Why does he have all this information? And then, like, why is this 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 wilderness man so uh, like revered? And then he writes his name on the board, like we're supposed to know who he is. And I get that they're they're foreshadowing for later on. I understand that. Don't bite my head off just yet. But it's just like, well,
0: I'm like at the edge of my seat with my teeth grit. Gr- gr-
1: I I know what like you're doing. Like, ah, I can picture I can you right wait now.
0: Wait to pounce on him. <laughs>
1: so. Like this whole, and then it, it's just, it's basically, so I found, <laughs> this is really going to piss you off when I draw conclusion or no, uh, comparisons oh to this, but just bear with me. I, this okay. week I also watched uh, Venom, the new Venom one with Carnage or whatever the fuck it was called, Let There Be mm-hmm. Carnage. Um, it reminded me of the same pacing and storytelling of that. It reminded me of the clash of the Titans remake from like 2008, 2009, where it's just like, okay, this happened. Okay. Now we're going to do this. Now we're going to do this. Now we're going to do this. Now we have a resolution. Nothing in this movie stood out to me as nothing. It, it, it was a very generic, very mm. mediocre movie wrapped in a very pretty dramatic bow. That is all this movie was. And I saw through that in the first ten minutes of this movie. It 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 sure it has all these quote unquote layers, but they're never really fully explored. They never really get into them, and they never really provide any sort of substance. If you really look at it, nothing in this movie stands out among anything else in the genre that this style of movie is. <clears throat> it doesn't bring anything new to the table. It just looks Nice. And that's the one thing I said. It, it has great cinematography, great color grading, and, like, the sound is fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with any of the technical aspects of this movie. But when you start looking at it deeper, nothing in this movie is anything special. It just has these very generic themes wrapped inside of a pretty packaging.
0: Ooh. Um...
2: <laughs>
0: I, I mean, look. Here's, here's the dealio.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I could, quite literally, talk about this film for hours and do. defend every choice and every scene. I could talk about that, uh, Fight Club scene. Uh, in depth as far as like what I thought made it so beautiful and powerful and why I loved it. Of course you could. Um, I won't because what's the point, first of all?
1: Exactly, I mean, like this movie.
0: I Okay, wow.
1: That's um, actually one of my notes here. I don't understand why this movie needs to be made. I get what they're trying to do, but it seems pointless. They show little tidbits of this guy's life, but then it all just feels kind of throwaway.
0: Oh, I mean, I disagree with you a lot. But wow, the level of vehement disagreement I have right now is on a whole other level. Like <laughs> I, I, you know, I'll give you this. Mm-hmm. I, much like Nick Cage, mm-hmm. you're always very surprising because <laughs> you know it's easy to think like, oh, okay, like you know, I, I, I know who Casey is. Like I get him. I, like, I know. Like, oh, he's going to hate on it because that's what he does. But, like, you do surprise me. There are there are movies where I'm like, okay, I know that he's probably not going to have the same level of love I have for it. And I know he's probably going to, like, get some jabs in it because he won't be able to help himself because, like, <laughs> I, I'm obsessed with this film and he can't stand when I'm happy. Right. And I know he's probably going to be like, yeah, I mean, it I, I, here's what I expected. I expected you to say, I expected, because this film is so... I mean, it's such a, like, I feel, like, objectively good movie. And I say objectively only because, like, it's so critically acclaimed and people, like, almost across the board, like, even if they don't, even if they're not, like, okay, it's not my favorite film, but I'm actually going to give it a lot of praise because it's really well made and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's one of those films, like, that has enough going for it that I thought that you would be, like, it's not my favorite, but it's actually pretty good. And, yeah, Nick Cage was really good in it. I still don't like (laughs) him. You really thought that would (laughs) stick Yes, I thought you would still have some pissy things to say, but I thought in general you'd be like, he's surprisingly good at this. I really expected you – I honestly was worried. (laughs) This is crazy. This is bananas now. Well, this is your own fault
1: for having these expectations.
0: Well, having faith in you. That's my fault um Uh, i i take no i take responsibility it's completely my fault i should (laughs)
1: should,
0: i should not expect better of you um i was genuinely worried that we watched two really great films this week and that we it would be kind of dull because i know that like last week i had a lot of fun last week but i know you're like yeah we agreed too much these films were too good like we didn't we didn't stir the pot enough and i'm like it's okay Mm -hmm. for us to like like something you know I know it doesn't happen a lot where we both really like stuff, but it is, it is a little bit nice to just like love on some films a bit, but I, I was kind of worried that this would be, especially given that we're, it's kind of, we're kind of trying to go out with a bang, that this would be a little bit of a dull episode only because we're going to be like, oh yeah, these films are great, and woo, uh, I was wrong, and um, yeah, my bad, my bad for yeah. thinking anything <laughs> other than what happened, but I really thought, I, 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 this is so fucking hard for me. There's, there's certain films. There's a lot of films that I love that I know are polarizing and Mm -hmm. that I know aren't for everyone. And that I know plenty of people are going to hate on. And generally we've talked about this before. If, if a film, if I hear the words, if I hear critics say like, Oh God, this is very divisive or polarizing. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to fucking love it. Like I just (laughs) know that about myself. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But then there are other films that I watch like this where I'm like, yeah, there's no fucking way anybody doesn't like this. I mean, it might not be everyone's favorite movie ever and they might not have the same sort of emotional connection to it, but like everyone that leaves this film is going to walk away saying like that was a pretty pretty great film. I I literally had that thought. And then when this kind of shit happens or the internet happens, I'm like, <laughs> the what the hell is happening? Like we're, did we watch a different film? Am I on a parallel plane? Like, what is happening right now? Um and yeah, I'm a little gobsmacked.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. I really thought if I was ever going to change your mind about the magnificence of Cage
2: mm-hmm.
0: it might be this film. Mm-hmm. So I'm. This might be a lost cause. Does it mean that I'm going to stop making you watch Cage films? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But you know, the same time that I watched this film, I watched one of Cage's other new films, *Prisoners of Ghostland*, which is on Shutter. Okay. And one I kind of wish I had made you watch it, or maybe I still will. <laughs> even though oh i don't know that that would be i don't know you might that you might actually fall in love with it cuz you're you're crazy and unpredictable and i have no fucking idea but it's 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 banana's cage right it's like you're the kind of cage that you expect um and it's so weird to see him which is again why i was just like this, this actor is so fucking versatile because he you you can barely tell it's the same person in these films these two different films and there's no like he looks completely differently he acts completely differently his mannerisms are completely different his delivery um and and i really enjoy his prisoners of Ghostland performance as well but uh but yeah this is like legitimately and i enjoyed it because it's like fun and scenery chewing but this is legitimately like great acting like, how do you, oh, I don't know. I'm going to stop talking now. I, I've said my piece. We know how I feel. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm brilliant. I don't know what else to say. I mean.
1: Well, you know what they say about craziness and brilliance? They go hand in hand. So, therefore, I am smarter than you.
0: That's, I mean, that's one way of looking at it, I guess. Um,
1: mm-hmm. See, maybe it's my I mean, craziness that allows me to see through the bullshit movies like pig uh,
0: sure sure yeah no Casey. you've definitely proven yourself to be a very refined critic who completely understands uh film and it's it's nuances so yeah i'm gonna give you that you're probably just you're just way ahead of all the critics okay here so in so your l- hatred for this film
1: let me ask you something then okay all right what what give me three points of what made this movie so special to you
0: haven't i already done that
1: Okay, just like concisely, just without rambling and going on and on about how okay. much I suck for not liking the movie. What made the movie <laughs> special?
0: Don't rambling, that's a little, that's a little hurtful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let me recover and I'll try to do this. It was so in one word i'll try to be mm-hmm. concise okay which isn't really giving you exactly what you asked for but i'll start it's with fine this. it's fine for me it was just this really beautiful thoughtful engaging experience like i was imp- i was emotionally a- affected by this film at the end of it i felt like i had been on a journey and i felt changed by that journey i know that seems very dramatic and very like woo, but this is one of those films like a lot of films i watch and i'm like that's a great film i I had a good time but then you know i forget about it and i don't ever think about it again and this is a film after i watched it i couldn't stop thinking about it and i knew that this was going to be one of those films like a film like the witch where it was always gonna be something that I thought about and that I thought highly about and then I put it on all my like kind of best of lists. It just really it did it for me. Now that's not really your three points thing, but that's more just my overall summary. Right. Uh, so, it's beautiful to look at. It's beautifully sure. acted. I'll, I'll give you the, the
1: inc- cinematography, yeah.
0: It's very well written. Like I was very engaged by like the dialogue and the um it's like watching <sighs> how do I it's like poetry for me it's just it was really um it's really mesmerizing on every like on every technical level and also just on like I was very invested in the story um I liked that I didn't know what was going to happen I liked the peeling back of the layers I liked the slow reveal of people's backstory I liked um every time Cage opened his mouth and said something I was like fuck yes like not just because it's Cage but just because I thought his character was so well written um, is
1: that enough? I mean, that's you didn't. Again, you you said how it made you feel and that sort of stuff. I
0: t- I said <clears throat> well, okay.
1: It's like, I should it's ask like- for like specifics. Like, so, what specifically did you think made this special? Make made this movie special to you? Like, what? Like, okay, I mean, you say every week that I thought the movie was really well written. Why was this one so much more well written than the last one? You said, what's the difference?
0: I don't know because you're asking me to articulate something very... Well, you're saying
1: this is a masterpiece. This is like one of your favorites of all time now or whatever. It's going to be on your top 10 (laughs) list, your top 5 list, your top 2 list forever. But why?
0: Well, what I was going to say is that it's difficult... It's difficult for me to articulate in just a few words something that I feel like I could easily sit down and write an essay about and maybe will, where I unpack sort of everything that I thought this film brought to the table. I'm trying to do that very briefly. And outside of saying, so I can say all the stuff that's like, here's everything I thought it did right, which is like all the like technical stuff.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But the, the reason it impacted me so much is not a clear cut like, oh, because it did X, Y, and Z. It's more how it made me feel and that's a little bit more of an intangible thing. It's like right because I watch a again, I watch a lot of films where I'm like great film, loved it, would give it a really good review, but not every film moves me like this film does. And and the why of that is not as easy as to articulate because it's a little bit more esoteric.
1: So the reason I ask such a question.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: is I was fooled once by a movie <laughs> that I thought made me oh feel something that I thought was like I left the theater. I'm like, this is maybe one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, and that movie was what the fuck, The Dark Knight Rises, the the last of the Batman Christopher Nolan trilogy. Okay. okay. And I'm like, wow, that was really good. It was really well written. It was really well done. There's nothing wrong with it. But the more I thought about, it, I'm like, wait. That part didn't make any, wait, no, this, hold on, did this movie fucking suck? And then upon rewatch, it fucking sucked. And ever since that, I always make sure to peel back, and I've used this metaphor like six times, peel back the pretty bow on top and look at what's underneath. And I go, okay, well, that, that, okay. Um, okay, yeah, the, okay, no, that, why, who, it, um... Okay, so this movie sucks too. It just looks pretty. And that's totally the vibe I got sure. from this movie was that it presents itself as this super serious, super emotional roller coaster of a ride that you know, you don't know what's going to happen. You're following this guy on his journey and uh, about finding his pig, but obviously we know the pig isn't just a pig, it means more than just a pig and blah 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 blah. It's, it's nothing special. It's been done before. There's it, movies. There's a movie that is based on a book that got very little attention uh, years ago uh, called Odd Thomas. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or not.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah.
1: Uh, have you seen the movie?
0: Uh, yes, but it has been a minute.
1: Okay. So I read the book before I saw the movie. It's one of the f- rare, rare book before movie things I've ever done. I didn't even know they are making a movie about it when I read the book. Um, And that book is stuck with me. I have like a line from it tattooed on my body. So when I look at layers, when I I'm look sorry, at. Sorry, what's the line? <laughs> you have to read the book and find out and figure out which one it is.
0: Oh, okay. so my assignment ta- is I have to actually, read the whole book and then guess what the line, what is. The line, line on is your yeah. body.
1: Yeah. Let's I'm pretty the sure the they actually start. say it in the movie, too. I think. I've only ever seen the movie once because it it wrecked me emotionally. Um, That is one of the few movies like there's two movies I can think of in my life that have made me ugly cry, like ugly, like fucking I'm going to kill myself cry. And that was one of them. Uh, But that's mainly because I have the attachment to the book. And I think the scene, you know, what probably did it for me is done so, you don't see it coming at all in the book. And it's such a like, heart-ripping, like, oh my fuck. And then it, watching the movie just reminded me of that, and I was just like, oh God.
0: We should <clears throat> um, we should do a, a theme where we just talk about like gut-wrenching movies. Mm. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And
0: you can pick that one, and I'll pick Fault in Our Stars and make you watch it and talk about it. Oh God. Have you seen Fault in Our Stars? You I have haven't.
1: not seen Fault in Our Stars.
0: Uh, because that is also a movie that I read the book first and it fucking destroyed me.
1: Yeah, but you know what's going to happen.
0: Of course you do, but it so, still I mean, destroys it does, you.
1: you. don't In, in Hot you don't know that's going to happen. And they play but it off actually, like it didn't happen.
0: You don't know what's going to happen in Fault in Our Stars. Like you, oh. you, you mean you, the two
1: cancer kids don't die?
0: Oh my god. I don't want to I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, like, because now I want to make you watch it. But yeah, uh, that that book destroyed me and then I watched the movie and the movie destroyed me and I watched the movie probably 700 times. But it <laughs> is one of those films where I don't think it's actually that good. Right. But it gets me every time. Like it does it does its job um which is my my point that I was going to make when you talked about Dark Knight Rises. mm mm-hmm. Mhm is that, I mean, I ultimately, isn't that a film's sort of number one goal, is to make you have an experience, to make you feel something, and whatever it is that the emotion that you're supposed to be feeling, but to make you feel like you have been on a journey, and that you did have an emotional ride with that film. And so when you start talking about, like, yeah, but it's really not good, but it really affected me, it's like, well, I mean, when I'm assuming when you start talking about not good, you start talking about, like, Okay, there's like plot holes and the story's well, not really. Yeah, I mean, it did there. have
1: plot holes. Dark Knight um, Rises did.
0: But if if it if it has all these problems, but yet it still like made you feel this thing when you watch it, and it was this immersive, like really exciting, um, wonderful experience, then then I have a hard time. Like I think it's fine because I just said this. I'm like, it's fine to go back and be like, well, you know, if I'm looking this critically. I can clearly see its flaws and I could clearly identify all the flaws with the the technical aspects of this movie. I think that's a fine thing to say, but then to be like, well, it's actually not a good movie and then that totally invalidates the experience that I had. That's where I have a problem because I think that you I think both things can exist. I think you could have a really strong emotional connection to a film and have it not be a perfect film.
1: This coming from no I have one. to peel back every floorboard of every scene of every movie. To get the true meaning of what the director and writer actually meant, but now it's okay to take it on face value?
0: Listen, I didn't say, I'm not (laughs) talking about face value, what, what I'm saying is it's okay to take your experience at face value, not the film. My experience with a film is based a lot of times on the fact that I do feel that there are layers that I peel back and get invested in, Um. But I also have experiences with films that I don't do that with, or don't need to do that with, or don't feel like I'm supposed to do that with. Like, we talked about a film like John Wick. I fucking love John Wick. Like, I love action films. I, You know what one of my favorite subgenres is? This is going to blow your mind. This is one of my Buddy favorite cop. genres. Like, listen, I'm an age 24 neon girl all day long. But I fucking love disaster movies. And disaster movies are almost never good, right? Like, by any objective standards. Right. I love the shit out of seeing things get blown up. I love seeing, like, bridges collapse and, like, oceans, like, rise up and swallow whole cities. I love fucking Godzilla. Oh, my God. I love the shit out of You love fucking Godzilla.
1: Godzilla? Don't we all fucking... <laughs> don't we all love fucking um, Godzilla? I mean, come sure. on.
0: Um. I, can't, I don't know if we've ever had an episode that you haven't, like, made it dirty somehow.
1: I'm not the one who said I like fucking Godzilla. <laughs> you should Anything. You should have said I, I um, fucking love Godzilla.
0: So I love those movies, right? Miss English I, major. I know. I'm going to just plow through. I'm just going to keep going. I'm not going to let you derail me. I know that those movies are not great. And every time one comes out, I, I watch the trailer. I'm like, that's probably going to be a pile of shit. Am I watching it? Fuck yes, I'm watching it. And I'm going to love every minute of it. I'm going to have my popcorn in one hand. And I'm just going to be like in that shit and, and adoring it. So I, I don't... A movie doesn't have to be great for me to like have an experience with it. And the experiences are different. When I have an ex- the experience I have with a big budget disaster movie is far different than the experience I have with Pig.
1: Well, that's. But, g-
0: but they I, both did something <clears throat> for me. And that's what a movie is supposed to do. It's supposed to do something for you.
1: Right. And I agree with that. But there's a but, difference, like you said, between. But, but, but. But there is a difference, like you said, between a disaster movie and mm-hmm. Pig, right? A disaster movie is supposed to be nothing but surface-level stupid fun. This movie is supposed Oh, my God, you
0: missed to... the perfect opportunity to do, like, a really fun pun, you know, because you were like, a disaster movie, and this film, which is obviously a disaster... You, just, you, you said, just,
1: said it, not me.
2: You just you totally clipped, skipped.
1: clipped, that's... no, clipping it. <laughs> that's it. That's all the podcast is going to be. Pig is a disaster movie. <laughs> That's that's it. It's going to be a thirty-second-long podcast. That's going to be it.
0: It's going well, to be the intro luckily, and then that. Luckily, we both have access to make clips and promos, so I will. I will. No, I
1: mean like that is going to be the promo. That is going to be the full episode. That's not going to be a promo. <laughs> That's it. That's w- the full episode.
0: <laughs> That'd be amazing if I didn't like listen to it, you know, before I posted <laughs> and you're just like, here you go. And I posted it. And then when I go back, 30 seconds to long. Me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people like are messaging me going like, what the fuck is up with the episode last week? And I'm like, what? Wasn't it amazing? I thought I was spectacular on it. And then I realized that, no, no. you've done a hatchet job. Yeah.
1: Well, just like pig. There you go. There we go.
0: It wasn't as good, but you know, it was. Just, you, you it try, worked it in there. And that's what matters.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess if we're handing out participation awards, yeah, Pig tried. Sure oh, it did.
0: Jesus, no, we are. Yeah,
1: it. Uh, uh, like I said, it 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 has the appearance of like a war and peace novel. Like you're like, oh my god, this is gonna be so in depth. But then you open it up and it's like Ninja Turtles. It's Have nothing special. Fuck no, I haven't read War and Peace*. Have you read War and, <laughs> War and Peace*?
0: No, but I'm not... <laughs>
2: well, don't, <I> don't...
1: <laughs> don't shame me for it then.
0: <laughs> well, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, you know, I mean, it looks pretty, but it's really garbage. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm, no, but I'm I mean, like, sure. it, it,
1: it presents itself as, like, this epic, timeless piece. But if you really take more than four seconds to, like, look at it, then you're going to be like, oh, shit, this is... This is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, not Pride and Prejudice, you know?
0: Well, I did watch it twice in a short time span, and the second viewing was just as magical as the first, so it didn't do that thing where it's like... Yeah, because you, you it refuse
1: like, to look at the bad when there's something involved with Nick Cage.
0: Why? Why? Okay, no. Come on. I've seen a lot of shitty movies with Nick Cage in them. Uh-huh, well, but you still like I, them. Well, yeah, I'm entertained by them, but I'm not going to sit here and defend them as critical masterpieces either. Like, uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm not an idiot. Like, I know when something is... Good versus fun, and there's plenty of shit like I just talked about that is fun and it's fine. Then it's just fun, and I mm-hmm. love, I love it. But this movie is not that. This movie. Yeah, is you're right.
1: That. It's not good or fun.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> wow, really nailed that one. I know. Um,
1: I know. I'm so good. <laughs>
0: uh, and distracting me. So well done. Yeah, I, I'm just, I, I. Of course, to your point, I'm inclined to like this movie. I went in feeling like this was going to be my jam. Like, I I was like, yep, Mm -hmm. I'm going to fucking love this movie, right? And I had those expectations. Now, it certainly could have disappointed me. Like, that is possible. I've been disappointed before when I thought I was going to love something. I I don't apologize for the fact that I'm predisposed to like shit. I Mm -hmm. want to love every movie I see. I love movies. I love the art of filmmaking. And I watch movies because I want to love them. I don't watch them to hate them. Um, I can, if I choose to, be very critical in my analysis. I tend to not, that tends to not be something that I get a lot of pleasure out of. (laughs) Um, But I can do it. You know, I can do it. I'm capable. I'm trained. I know how to judge a film on its technical merits and where it missed or, you know, missed the mark or failed in Mm -hmm. some way. But Generally speaking, I want to love films and I want to have experiences with films and I want to be taken on a journey and I wanna be emotionally invested and I want to give a shit. And this film did all those things for me. And even that aside, I think objectively, if you just look at this film on its technical merits and you look at it piece by piece, um, it's very well constructed. It is hard to look at this film, and again, you can look at it and say, like, it just didn't do it for him, but it's hard to look at this film on its merits on its pieces and say yeah garbage film
1: what pieces specifically like like i said i already admitted it had it technically like if we're talking straight like filmmaking techniques like the cinematography color grading sound yeah the and things all, that all. you
0: give a shit about the air like all this, they, they were but, good they, all that matters. Yeah. like i
1: i that was one of my notes was like i i really enjoy the cinematography and it's usually the type of movie that i'm kind of drawn to i just it didn't do it 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 it
0: that's
1: what I said. It just didn't do it for you. I, I just didn't think it accomplished what it wanted to. I don't know. Like I said, I'm, we're just going to go in circles at this point. So, time. what
0: do you think about? I'm going to ask you one final question. And yeah. Yes, we should probably stop because we are just going to just sure just pick at each other. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Account and and I, I mean this in all. This is not a snarky question. This is a, an all sincerity kind of question. Mm-hmm. Before you get all like sure, feathers. right what do you think that counts for the fact that the vast majority of professional critics Mm -hmm. speak so highly of this film like why do you think it resonates so well with so many when you look at it and are like it it just doesn't do anything
1: the same reason why (laughs) this is gonna be a shot at you (laughs) the same reason why people use apple products because they're fun to look at without drawing back the layers. Once you draw, it, look at inside what's what's working or what's doing it, which people don't want to do because they're lazy or they they think they enjoyed something when they really didn't want to look into it. And further you think that it.
0: about professional critics? You think professional critics? <coughs> I do. Critics are I think a, like, I think
1: a lot of professional oh, critics are are like hacks this? and sheeple as well. Of course, I do. Of yeah, course. I mean,
0: are are there? Okay. Okay, what a makes a professional film say... critic?
1: Okay, what makes a professional film critic other than being hired by a fucking newspaper? Do they go to film well, school? Do they make movies themselves? A, I, a lot, like, of? like, like do they make their own movies. They, they're writers. They, they've created novels and characters and pieces and all that. I don't think. See, this is a problem I have with film criti- critiques and why I don't like to do them myself uh, as often as, as maybe I should or whatever is because. I don't feel I'm qualified to fully make an opinion about a movie or a book or whatever the case is based on my experience in life. If if you consider yourself a film critic just because you watch a lot of movies, that doesn't make you a film critic. That gives you an opinion, absolutely. But unless you've actually done the deed yourself, there's a reason why ninety percent of sports pundits are former players and coaches because I don't care what Joe Blow has to say I care what fucking Peyton Manning has to say because he lived it he did it so unless you actually do that I don't really trust your opinion 100% I will throw that out there all day which is why I've made a couple of short movies I don't consider myself a filmmaker I've written a couple of novels I don't consider myself an author so that's why when it comes to professional quote-unquote professional critical consensus i just go okay but what have you done what gives you the right to say this is the best movie ever made or this is the worst movie ever made you can have that opinion but when you say definitively that this is the reason you give it a hundred percent because you really enjoyed it sure but that doesn't give you the qualification that's like you going to a doctor's office and critiquing the doctor like, oh, you know, I don't think that guy has the flu. I think he has pneumonia. It's like, well, are you a doctor? No, then shut the fuck up.
0: Mm, I mean, I disagree with everything you just said on a whole lot of levels, but that's for another show (laughs) Um, because I can hear myself going into a a whole diatribe at this point and I'm not going to, uh, I'm going to spare you and listen to that. (laughs) um i don't think i mean I, i'll just say this what i'll try to condense into one little point i mean film is made for film goers it is not made for fellow filmmakers although fellow filmmakers certainly do appreciate the art of film and they appreciate the other people's work it is made for an audience to engage and experience with it so i don't I agree. think it's fair to say well Every opinion someone has about a movie is wrong because they haven't made a movie. No, it's like No, that's not what I said. I do think,
1: that is not uh, what I said. Kind of, I said And
0: I do think I said people
1: I are allowed to have opinions about movies. I don't think they should have the quote-unquote power that the public gives film critics to decide if I a movie is good or bad. That is where exists. I said.
0: I don't think film critic any film critic or at least not any good one says like, "Oh, and this is the facts and these are the, this is the law and no one is allowed to do di- I mean they are What are you
1: talking about? Every I,
0: You said that. You said, you said. I never um, said
1: anything about laws. I never said anything about rules.
0: No, you said that um, I don't like it when they present it as this is the fact and you can't argue with it. You Uh, said something along those lines. I
1: I said when they present it as, yeah, like fact, this is good or bad.
0: Okay. Here's the thing it's always an opinion. It's always always an opinion. It's always like one person's opinion. So then, why does
1: it matter that 97% of (laughs) critics like this movie? It doesn't. But, it means nothing. The audience score is a oh bigger is a, bigger, a bigger factor. I would. Well, argue. the audience
0: score is very high for this. As it's
1: well, eighty four, but it's not ninety seven. It's not a hundred percent. So there oh, are fifteen percent okay, so of people didn't difference. like the movie. Yeah.
0: Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Listen. Here's the
1: thing. I'm just saying. You 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 said why did why did everybody love this movie then? But they didn't.
0: I said critics. I didn't say everybody. Well, I exactly. And I don't give a shit just, what
1: a critic says about a movie. So I mean.
0: <laughs> the average person loves it too. The reason the reason I said critics is because and the reason that critics have any sort of like where they're not just like you know, Joe Blow off the street, is that and and this isn't true across the board, obviously. And sure, anyone can call themselves a critic, but I am talking about people that you know, have some expertise. Like they have some knowledge about film. They have some knowledge about the fundamentals of film. They understand what makes it they understand the they understand how to talk about a film in a way that breaks down the elements in a way that they can um look at things like, okay, what are the technical aspects? Like how does it fare in these different categories? Not everybody's great at that. Like not everybody who does it professionally is great at that and everybody has a different style. But these aren't just random people who are like, I watch a lot of movies, so I'm a critic. It's people who write about, talk about professionally and have quite a bit of experience and have honed that experience. And Now, does that mean that every critic's opinion is right or that it's the only thing that matters or that if a critic says something, it's a lot? Absolutely not. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying when, and, and critics tend to disagree a lot. So when you have a lot of people who watch a lot of films and write about them and talk about them professionally, when you have them pretty much almost on a consensus level almost a universal consensus all saying not only this film is good but like this film is really transcendent and here's all the reasons why and i had a ton of quotes that i could have read but i didn't read them but they had like some very beautiful things to say about the power of this film and why they think it's great right they weren't just like good film so i'm just saying when you have that group of people all almost in unison saying really beautiful things about this film I was asking you simply what do you think accounts for that if you are just like it just does nothing and it's a nothing film I'm just I feel like there's a disconnect there and I really don't buy the theory that like well we have to like it because it's a it's a neon art film so we have to write good things like that's just not how it works
1: no not always but sometimes it does sometimes it absolutely does like how many times have people how many times, like, every time a Marvel movie comes out, it fucking makes a billion dollars at the office box office. Doesn't mean it's good.
0: Well, making money is different from, from like, <clears throat> re- review of the film.
1: Right, but there is, you have to admit that there is that kind of social phenomenon where people want to kind of fit in, right? There's a reason why certain brands, certain movies, certain topics, certain whatever become trendy, become popular. is because one person liked it, and then that person wants to be like the other person who liked it, and then it just kind of snowballs out of control. The the reviews on this website, on Rotten Tomatoes, could have been very different if the first five or ten people who wrote reviews on it fucking hated it. Could have been very different. I
0: don't know if that's true. I really don't. I mean...
1: I'm just saying, like, that... Sometimes those are the things that happen. Some people will read the review of Joe Schmo, and then... Be like, yeah, okay, I need to watch this movie now. And then they're already predisposed to liking it because they read a positive review about it. There is that phenomenon as well. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm saying it's a possibility of being the case. I'm just saying, ultimately, the rating scores don't mean much, in my opinion. And that's strictly my opinion. I don't really care what other people have to say about the movie. I went into this movie almost completely blind. All I knew that was Nick Cage and a pig and I kind of half assumed there was going to be like some bestiality involved. (laughs) But unfortunately there wasn't so the movie sucked
0: Unfortunately you really want to see some bestiality? (laughs) You think that would have made it better?
1: I think it would have made a big improvement on this but whatever that's beside the point.
0: Well I guess now we know what kind of movies that you really like and maybe that's my problem is that I'm just not I'm not choosing uh, uh, enough of case tentacle porn. Right. Oh. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll dig deeper into the vaults for for next time.
1: Hey, yeah, they're sitting right on top. I know they are.
0: Well, listen. <laughs> I I know we've come to the end, and I'm sure we've gone very long. I've lost track of time and hour space and in a reality. half, maybe hour okay. and a half. Um, I-, I will say this. So that was painful for me mm-hmm. personally hmm but at least <laughs> at least you got your wish and we didn't end with a whimper like we didn't kind of go out being like thumbs up that was great and probably day. <laughs> like we we definitely had one of our epic uh meltdown fights which um although painful i think probably are fun to listen to maybe hopefully
1: hopefully and because that's uh, the entire basis of this podcast <laughs>
0: I so I think I think by that those standards, um, I'm the winner in this episode. Like I I did really good. I brought my A game. <laughs>
1: yeah, you, I mean, you brought
0: some boring movie that we just both loved. You know, yeah. I brought yeah, the controversial fair. one. That's fair. So you're you, welcome. You
1: can take the dub on this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that was. I mean, just like we talked about movies being an experience, this was an experience.
1: It was. And it was made all the better because I got to do it with you.
0: Oh, There's the that compliment. compliment. That's
1: the compliment. Oh,
0: well done.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> oh, If only that was sincere, you know. I oh, know. Uh, if only. I'll but. take <laughs> it. I'll fucking take it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I
1: mean, it fine. was surface level, just like pig. But uh, so if you do like what you heard, <laughs> feel free to leave a little review, review, review on uh Apple iTunes. If you have it, if you don't have it, that's cool. I mean, not everybody has uses iTunes or has an iPhone or whatever. And I don't think there's really much of an alternative. Uh, but you can leave a voice thingy, voice memo, voice message, whatever you want to call it, on the Anchor site. And that counts too. And what does that count towards? Well, that counts towards an awesome prize. Possibly.
2: Uh,
0: yes. <laughs> and uh, while we're talking about prizes, we... um. We've mentioned this a few times, but um, definitely be sure that you are following us on our social media channels.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, We are really ramping up the content on those um, on those channels, really trying to keep it fresh, do some exciting stuff. We're sharing a ton of like movie recommendations. We are also doing um, a lot of interactive stuff, a lot of giveaways. Um, We've got one giveaway that we just wrapped where we asked people to share their favorite isolation horror films. Got a ton of great responses um, and shared. Yeah. Shared do bunch we have of a winner? Those. Um, uh, I am going to be picking a winner today. So, um, cause I gave everybody up until the episode air date to get their entries in. So I will be picking Fair a enough. winner very shortly and announcing that, but um, we want to do, we want to do uh, more and more of those and we want to, Give you a lot of cool stuff, not just to bribe you to listen, but to, I like to think of it as rewarding you for listening and enge- engaging.
1: Oh, that's um, the marketing we, person in you right there. Right.
0: I know. <laughs> I am a marketing girl. Um, Because we really love it. Like we, I mean, I always say we want you to listen and enjoy it, but we love like hearing from you because that makes us feel like, you know, there's people out there and that they dig what we're doing. And um, we love feedback and we love hearing what you like and you, even what you don't like so we can make it better. Um, And... I think we're going to be doing some more kind of giveaways around like tell us what you want to hear because we want you to help us pick the themes and you to help us sort of drive some of this content. Casey mentioned uh, the bonus episode we're going to do is going to be um, a little interactive in nature. We want to do more of that because we really want uh, your voice represented on the show. And so Mm -hmm. that's your opportunity. Like if you want to leave a message, we love that because hearing you actually talk is super exciting. We get to play it on the air. But um you can comment on any of our social channels and and reach out to us that way we're we're mm-hmm. super active on that. Mm-hmm. Um, at least uh, I am. Casey struggles a little bit with social media, but I make sure he gets to see everything and and has a part in it. So yes. definitely um yeah, definitely reach out to us because we want to, we want to make sure that this is the show is as good as it can possibly be for you.
1: Absolutely. So the end. The end, yeah, with that, <laughs> you know, we wish you Happy holidays. And, can, uh,
0: can you play us out with the, the little piggy rap again?
1: Oh that's gonna that's that hasn't stopped playing.
0: <laughs> it's been it's been doing. going
1: for like ninety minutes.
0: <laughs> I wanna hear your impression. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Oh no. I did it once so you can go back and find it.
0: All right, fine. I'll just extract it as a sound clip and play it again over oh, and over again. Fucking Christ.
1: <laughs> anyway, so that's gonna do us for this month. Uh, we'll be back in January sometime with some maybe new themes, maybe not. We'll find out. We'll talk. We'll talk over the break. And uh, you guys will be in for a special treat, possibly. Maybe not. It's all <laughs> it up in the It might be terrible. Air. I know. <laughs>
0: oh, happy holidays, everyone. Well,
1: see you later.
0: Okay, bye.